everyone. My name is Jana Kemmer, and I'm sitting here as usual with my co-host Julian Buono. What's going on, guys and girls? How's it and, going in isolation? And this is another episode of Switchcraft, a fingerboard podcast, brought to you from our respective homes due to yeah. the aforementioned isolation. Exactly. The, More time to fingerboard. Yeah, the, the good thing is, as fingerboarders, we are, we are okay with staying at home and can still do our hobbies. Exactly, that's a, that's a plus. So, so I I think we start with the most recent thing uh, that's been happening. Oh yeah, the recent developings in major company Black River yes. Ramps. Because Black River Ramps doesn't do just ramps anymore, and this this has been something that has been in the works for a while and i mean they have been doing trucks since 2000 yeah. and okay. anyway yeah uh... i mean this this recent development is something that yeah. has been in the works for a while and we both knew would eventually happen we didn't know yeah. the time frame but we were quite certain that it will happen so we saw it in our crystal flat faces yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what happened was that uh, Winkler wheels do no longer exist, at least not in the current form, how they were currently developed and how they were currently exactly. distributed. The context has shifted. Yes, not, but uh, fear not, uh, those wheels or similar wheels do still exist. Because, yeah, they're still available. <laughs> yeah, because a few days ago, uh, when we record this, uh, Black River has launched Black River Wheels. I think that's the official mm -hmm. name. There mm -hmm. you go. Yeah, Black River Wheels. Exactly. And those wheels are uh, more or less what used to be distributed as Winkler wheels. Yep. There are some slight variations, like... Some shapes do no longer exist. Um, the print is different, of course. The, the print is different. Uh, so the names of some uh, specific shapes. pro wheels and shapes uh, have changed. Yep. So it's more or less the same wheel, but under a completely different name. So, uh, Julian, can you uh, uh, can you summarize why why the name change happened? Well, basically, um, the Winkler wheels um, was its completely own thing, founded by Martin Winkler. Uh, the first bearing wheel uh, ever to exist, or one of the first bearing wheels to be commercially available. Um, and um, in 2009, when Black River... Um, Fusioned with Berlinwood and Winkler wheels, adopting the same um, workshops and working together as a kind of conglomerate. And um, uh, the same distribution, which exactly under Black River. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What happened is the shapes were reworked. Um, the whole production was a bit more streamlined a bit away from the 
single manufacturing um, of the single wheel, you know? Yeah, cause, um, if, if I might chime in, in the, uh, like, I remember way back when, Winkler wheels used to be very, very small scale. You could yeah. only get them from Martin Winkler himself. And at the beginning, he needed to modify your trucks for you to fit Winkler wheels. The bearing uh, screws. Yes. Mm-hmm. And from that, there, of course, was some development before it got merged into Black River. But we basically came from very uh, single sale oriented wheels to mm-hmm. basically a mass mm-hmm. production wheel that is also like actually produced in mass at uh, batches at times. So it's not like we do one wheel, one set, and tomorrow we do a different set. It's they did yeah. a, it's a, stock. Huge, a huge batch and a huge stock, put a lot of money into it, then had it on the shelf, and when that stock was running low, they uh, worked on the next one. And that's how it, it's been running basically since 2009. Yeah, and uh, um, due to uh, personal issues, uh, Black River and Winkler at some point in the past decided to go uh, different ways and um, uh, the Corsi knew. Um, yeah, I think um, Martin Winkler... You're seeing the symptom now. Yeah, and Martin Winkler even did a semi-public statement on Facebook like over a year ago where he publicly quit uh, Black River, exactly. Quit Black River, and there, like to the to the public, there was no word since then. There was a small yeah. statement uh, he made also on his Facebook account when uh, when Black River relaunched the website last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was basically it on the topic. Of course, we knew rumors, heard rumblings, but yeah. nothing uh, we would back then talk about and. Since most of it is hearsay, we don't want to throw either, either, yeah we don't want to throw either party under the bus. So yeah, yeah, we just go with with the facts that are publicly available. And the facts are now that the um, or some of the shapes that where the Winkler wheels line are now rebranded as Black River wheels. And that due to the distancing, uh, the Martin Winkler signature uh, signature ramps got rebranded as well. So, um, so there's no Pocket Winkler, no Winkler Mini. Was there Winkler another does. ramp? Oh, Win- Winkler DOS, exactly. Yeah, so basically all the, uh, the transition products uh, are no longer branded with Martin's yeah. signature. Yeah. They're still the same, though. Yeah. So if you care strictly about the product, it's completely fine with you, or it should be completely fine with you. If, if um, it was in production before, it will probably still be in production, just exactly. under a different name without the signature. But yep. if you want to be really cool, maybe you can get Martin to sign your ramp if you see him somewhere. But I don't think uh... this will be... Uh, a, a wild Winkler appears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Um, so, um, 
this whole this whole um, thing um, has brought me to another uh, slightly nostalgic uh, thing. Um, so this uh, weekend, I uh... may uh, let me just stop you before you get oh, into sorry. this. Um, sorry. One one last thing I want to mention about the uh, the wheels and what what has changed is um, there are. As far as I can tell, at least one shape that's no longer available at all. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, formerly the Winkler Fatmans, which were mm -hmm. a pro model of a, a mutual friend of us, Fatman, um, those uh, no longer exist. And as as far as I can see, they aren't rebranded yet. I yeah. don't know if those were they will creation. Be. Yeah, I don't know if those were a creation by Martin Winkler and thus are not eligible to be developed or to be released under Black yeah. Rail Wheels, or if uh, Martin Ehrenberger, and I know Martins can be confusing, uh, <laughs> decided to to get rid of every of all the ties with Black River and just didn't want to continue that because of the name that it brings or the history yeah so but as far as i can tell they are no longer available under new name and the other pro wheel that uh, that used to exist the afrobi oh, wheels yeah. they are as far as i can tell still existing just under a different name without the afrobi logo on the wheel so those yeah. are basically the the street yellow wheels now yeah, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's <laughs> that's this... pretty much uh, much all we can we can say from from everything that has been publicly discussed. And yeah. uh, maybe the the last thing, uh, which I found a bit odd but can also understand, is that Black River didn't make make a statement like this where they said we no longer carry Winkler wheels, we just carry Black River wheels. They basically just said. Here's Black River wheels, and haven't yeah haven't really discussed or haven't really said that Winkler wheels aren't no longer being carried by them, but I I guess that's a fine line for them to walk. So I can understand if yeah if they yeah. say it, it would have been too uh, too easy to get dragged into contro controversy, but I think they still got dragged into it. So but there was possible. Probably no good way to it's, go about it. It's a scene you, you you can't get clean out of it. Yeah, yeah. Especially when two involved CEOs are both named Martin. So, yeah. um, on this week's episode on of Know Your Martin, uh, <laughs> yeah. so it's just um, it, yeah. it can be confusing if you're not deeply involved and, and yeah, know yes. the people personally so it's... especially since the other like uh, i would call them most famous fingerboardies from the german scene are both called timo so if someone talks about timo and martin it could be a whole a whole way of uh, constructions of which oh, two yeah. individuals are oh, actually yeah. oh yeah <laughs> the fingerboarders, uh, yeah. the fingerboarders' memory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway. uh, I uh, sadly destroyed your, uh, your no worries, perfect, no worries. Um, your perfect segue. So, well, 
you just had to. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, um, so what I got was the first pair of Black River 29 millimeter trucks in nine years. And yeah, like, since 2011. Your, your first Black River truck since a good while in general. Yeah, two and a half years. Um, I'm pretty happy uh, with the whole setup. Because um, I just I, I did this weird thing where I just went and measured my um, last portion of the finger, whatever, um, and found it to be twenty six millimeters long. So I reckoned, all right, the the shape that most compares to that is the 29 millimeter shape um, that I abandoned in 2011 in favor of a 32 millimeter deck that was gifted to me by Harry so it was the hype of getting a new deck and the hype of having a deck that was exclusive to only professional riders to that time uh, that made me completely abandon 29 millimeters. Um, and after 12 hours with this setup, um, I have more control over flips, flip in, flip out, late flip, whatever you name it. Um, it just, everything works, everything's faster. Um, so I think I may have found something that is even more precisely fitting to me. Yeah, and we want we want to take this uh, this opportunity to uh, talk about trends in fingerboarding in general, and yeah. be because of this uh, this truck thing, because all all of you have recognized that fingerboards have been getting larger. Like when when I came back uh, into the scene in, in 2016, yeah, it was just like. Most people were still riding 32 millimeter decks, mm -hmm. but there were already quite a few 33.3 and higher decks available. Yeah, 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 I, yeah it's crazy. I start. I started with uh, my, or I got back into it with my 26 millimeter board, like a 26 millimeter Berlinwood from way back when. And uh, Timo gave me a 32 millimeter board, basically on the on the first day I was back at the shop or I was at the shop and yeah. he was like at least give it a try gave me some cheap dump trucks he had lying around I bought some bearingless wheels uh, for like 10 bucks because that, that was all I had that was all all I had in my, uh, my pocket at that time because I right. just in between jobs and hadn't okay. yet received my first paycheck of the new job yeah, yeah. and yeah so I I basically started getting back into it with 32 millimeters and then slowly got wider and wider, but stopped at a certain point. So for me, 33.3 yeah. is uh, my optimum. So uh -huh. I frequently switch between 32 millimeter trucks and 34 millimeter trucks, which actually are 33.3. So yeah. depending on the wheel width, I go with either uh, a 32 millimeter truck or the wider truck. And on some setups, I have a uh, have a small, like my 
trucks aren't as wide as my deck, but yeah. I don't mind that too much. Yeah, Since yeah, yeah. we've been been doing that before 34 millimeter trucks existed. But yeah, so the, the trend was definitely to, to get wider and wider. And a bunch of brands have. Uh... Just to show the comparison, this is a like for the for the for the few people that are actually watching the video. Uh, this is a thirty-five, and this is a twenty-nine. I mean, it's whatever. This is a pan, and this is a match. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's just such a wide range. Yeah. When when um, I first uh, saw the white decks, like I uh, on my first day, I saw Uncle Orban. Uh, setting up a yellowwood setup yeah. with 34 millimeter trucks, and mm -hmm. since I just came back and still had my 26 yeah. millimeter board, I was like, "The fuck What's is it? that? Like, What's... that's that's not a fingerboard anymore. It's like <laughs> carpet with wheels." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, I mean, even for my much shorter break. Um, I started with a 26 millimeter Berlinwood, um, like the old ones from the from mm. the old Berlin uh, um, manufacturing. Um, and then I got back to Azi Five, which was in 2010, two years after. And the trend or Berlinwoods were 29 millimeters. Um, which I now know to be 28.5. Um, <clears throat> anyway. They, they have the some problems with rounding. Like... Uh, no, I think they more specifically, specifically have some problems with, um, with measurements. <laughs> anyway, um, the 3mm shift between 26 and 29 was huge. Like the first one, the first Berlinwood I got was, what the fuck is this? What should I do with that? It's, mm. oh, but it works. Okay, okay, let's stick to it. I mean, you can use, you, you can get used to everything, and there is a sweet spot. That's the thing, for me. That's something I I managed to learn. It's always, it, it's a compromise. Something flips faster, but has less control in the turning. Or, I mean, it's you have to be more precise with twenty-nine millimeter trucks compared to thirty-two or thirty-four. Uh, but it's always a ratio thing. You want it to flip faster, but you will lose some control. Um, you want it to be heavier because it flips slower and gains control. Well you will get tendinitis <laughs> or, or uh, you want uh, you want to keep it at at the same width but want it to be lighter then you can go you know, go with something that has fewer plies like there are some some brands like for example Drisnadex who oh, yeah. uh, started doing successful four plies because mm -hmm. it's like a weird combination of thicknesses and uh, and yeah. alignment of the of the wood grain and stuff like that. I'm not a friend of that. I'm not a friend of four plies, but that's yeah. a, and that's a how streamlined the pop is. Yeah, and and also uh, you could uh, <coughs> you could uh, go with a different materials. 
uh, like there's uh, absolutely been like uh, bamboo decks or at least some plies are bamboo or uh, some plies are carbon, carb- carbon fiber or uh, dev- uh, some are quite short. <laughs> yeah, well, metal plies <laughs> if you want to get metal. But yeah. uh, you could also go just with a shorter deck in general to have it lighter or a longer deck to get it wide, uh, get it heavier and uh, also the the finish of the deck itself oh, like yeah. i have a bunch of different decks here i have a flint which are uh, uh, are just printed uh, screen printed screen printed but don't have a finish on them so they have no exactly wax, no lacquer no, no lacquer no wax, no wax no clear coat, nothing. Then there are uh, decks that are just wood, so no artificial stuff put on there, but some sort of lacquer or wax. And yeah, for then example, there are, grip skin, grip skin yeah, uses or, oil. Yeah, or also the, the Drisna I'm having is just wood with lacquer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then again, you can have uh, the more... Uh, broadly available decks, which uh, usually have some sort of graphic, either heat transfer yeah. or otherwise, and they usually have a lacquer on them as well. So mm-hmm. the more layers you put on there, the, the, the heavier more stuff, it's going to be. The more stuff is on there, so the more heavy it, it is. Yeah. So uh, to to bring it back to the to the trends. Um, in the in the beginning of uh, fingerboarding, like in my time, we saw almost exclusively blank decks because yeah. that was all that was available. Then we saw like people actually printing on on the wood, like mm-hmm. putting wood through a printer. And yes, that works. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've recently seen someone else do that again. So mm-hmm. there was like a small comeback. Printer still does it. Yeah, like get get an old ink inkjet printer that doesn't clock up too easily. You can put veneer through it, but yeah, some with with the graphics that are now available and the like, how easy it is to create a graphic with stuff like Photoshop, which you can find on the internet if you want to, or uh, some other uh, image editing uh, software. Yeah. You can. You can create graphics easily, and you can send them somewhere, have them developed as a screen uh, as uh, as uh, heat transfers, mm-hmm. and then just apply them to your decks. Which how most people who do decks does them do them. Only very few people create their own heat transfer graphics, gra- like like physically yeah. create them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So with like. The more easier a process gets, the more people you will see using that process. That that's been true in general. Exactly. Like when someone started figuring out that you can use a router template to uh, find the shape of a deck, <laughs> pretty much everyone does it now, and it it's just a thing you do. And same with heat, heat transfer. As soon as someone found a way to source Heat transfer graphics. Yeah, use them. It's just, just what what people do now, 
and the only same thing with designs once they found yes. photoshop they just started making newspaper collages <laughs> yeah and the, there are a few things which tick me off all the time like i'm i've always been a fan of uh originality like if you if you do a graphic and i've seen that graphic a million times there's no real reason for me to buy that graphic like yep i my personal pet peeve is uh baker spoofs so a spin on oh, the baker graphic like we've hell. seen that with one million of skateboard brands doing that and now we've seen that with every little kid creating fingerboards in the basement doing their logo in the baker style and it's and, so unimaginative. It started, yes. I think, maybe with Woob. Or yeah, could be. Um, I think that's the spark of originality that yeah, was and, in that and, idea. And that was it. And radio Woob, skateboards. Read radio. <sighs> yeah, like radio have been doing that in the skateboard world for a while. And it's so, like... How many times, like, if if I would save all the images from all the companies who do that, yeah, I I don't know how many companies I would have to uh, have done that. And I I mean there, and, there there have been some some ones where I actually smiled and found interesting. Yeah, and yeah, it, uh, it makes I me sound like up. like a, a like a company shill, but. I am on the Five Luck team, and Bird also does the uh, Burn One fingerboards, with which have like a cannabis theme on them. Yeah. And he did the baked graphic. That's that's that, that I that I, I could understand because like... it, it wasn't just a brand name in yeah. the Baker Fund. It was actually a like interesting spin. But even that, I was like, it's funny, but it's not for me because I've seen that I, I too many like... times. I would like a, a, a whoop parody. Boop. <laughs> just, just call it boop. Yeah. Yeah, and also like the other, uh, the other trend that has been going on for far too long is the Masca style. Like, oh yeah. Like people using their silhouette and their name or something. Flaked did it in 2008. What more do you need to do? It's it's done. It's cool. It's over. Yeah, and I, just... I get that, that some people want, want to have something that reminds them of the real deal, especially yeah. for collections. But then, like, I can more understand uh, companies doing real skate graphics. like Exactly, example, perfect remakes. Yeah, there's like uh, FB Nature, mm -hmm. uh, who... Uh, we both know the guy who does the graphics for yeah. FB Nature, because uh, like most people probably know, a fingerboard doesn't have the same ratio as a skateboard. So most graphics need to be extended on the side to fit on the fingerboard. And we both know the guy if who... You're using, if you're yeah. using something that <laughs> is too wide, that is... <laughs> yeah, and... and we know the guy who extends all the graphics for FB Nature. And FB Nature has been exclusively using skateboard graphics. And even though I also find that unimaginative, because 
Yeah. 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 I can at Obviously. least understand the appeal of having your favorite skateboard graphic as a miniature on your wall. And I actually paid someone to paint uh, the first deck I owned on yeah. onto a blank I had. Your so, yellow five lock. Yeah, the yellow five lock with the Atosari Pro model from uh, from Flip from like mm-hmm. uh, around Sorry, like around the Sorry video. Yeah. So I I un- completely understand that appeal, but that's mm-hmm. that would be the only reason for me to to buy a skateboard graphic deck for the graphic. Yeah. Like, to like some sort of personal uh, connection. Like I, I know um, uh, Fabian Schreiter of Robi, like his mm-hmm. favorite skater is Natas Kaupas. And uh, he, that was the reason why he uh, bought the Boom graphic uh, from FB Nature, which is a Natas Kaupas uh-huh. graphic. So, because cool. that was like his favorite skater. And I think he even had that deck way back when as a skateboard. So, there's that appeal, but other than that, yeah. like, it, yeah, you do you. It's just not for me. Like nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing negative I about that. Understand? Yeah. It, it's just a uh, just a trend that has started uh, going quite rampant in the fingerboard world to have just a graphic that someone else used somewhere. It doesn't have to yeah. be exclusively skateboarding because. Like the example you showed for everyone who watches the video, uh, there are a lot of graphics where it's just a photo of some celebrity or an album cover. Like I've seen a hundred of or quite a few. uh, um, uh, Now the name escapes me. Um, uh, uh, Yeah, I've I've seen a bunch (laughs) of celebrity. uh, celebrity images with like a name on there and gangsters and and pa- gangsters pa- Pablo Pablo Escobar on at least Yon yeah or, or <laughs> Biggie Tupac like a, a bunch yeah. of musicians and uh, 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 David Bowie was uh, the graphic I uh, I had in mind because I I've seen quite a few David sorry. Bowie uh, David Bowie graphics on yeah I, yeah I think sorry was that yeah yeah so that that's just a thing I'm not a huge fan of but yeah I I understand how hard it is to come up with original graphics yeah yeah so I, I mean it has its niche appeal yeah um like imagine doing a redo of a of a clip of someone like for example you just have that plain and simple april skateboards logo on mm-hmm. your deck and you're doing a Shane O'Neill clip and it's like yeah that's fitting that's cool yeah or but, or, I mean, or, or if you if you have a, a chris roberts uh deck and uh, do a switch flip many on some high many pad. Uh, yeah, uh, like uh, uh, th- there are things that that are intriguing about those kind of things, and I certainly looked for uh, clips from Atasari with that specific graphic, uh-huh, but I couldn't uh-huh. find any. But ah! uh, yeah, but uh, I I just think they are a bit overdone, and 
uh, also when you just use some pop culture thing, like I guess it works and it's a trend that has been happening in skateboards since the beginning. Like skateboarding yeah. has been ripping off pop culture since before skateboarding was was a thing. Like I mean it makes sense. Yeah. So it's not that I fault anyone for that, it's more like I would much rather see a clean logo thing with the respective company logo or some sort yeah. of graphic that I haven't seen a million times over and over again. Yeah. Now I want a King Crimson cover on on a fucking graphic. And, and <laughs> I, I'm I'm all about doing custom graphics. So if uh, like yeah. uh, like a guy uh, like Nicepleis who uh, is from Germany, who's from near my hometown, uh, he started uh, like he does his own graphics and everything. And we both started talking and discovered that we both uh, are huge wrestling fans. And yeah. when he did uh, a graphic for himself with a, a wrestler, which we both absolutely like, because it's fucking hilarious, I was like, I, I I have to get one of that, and he made me another one. So that's cool. Those like those custom graphics with things you like, I can totally understand, and I yeah. find that really cool. But if it's like a thing you like that you sell for a million people, then it's it just loses that special feeling yeah for me totally get you but we we've been ranting about uh graphics uh i think for a bit too long there, for quite some time. there are other tra uh, other trends but uh one last thing about uh the 29 versus uh 32 and 34 millimeter argument hmm. uh what did you say your uh your phalanx of your finger was like the I think phalanx is the correct name. Oh uh, yeah, um, uh, it's twenty six. Uh, yeah, and mine is around thirty millimeter. Mm -hmm. uh, so we mm -hmm. have like a four millimeter gap between, and we basically have a four millimeter gap between the the sh uh, the shapes we write, or five. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's I'm on thirty three point three. So yeah, there could four point three be... millimeters. Yeah, there could actually be like some correlation between the length of the phalanx and so, you know you you go into a skate shop and someone and and and, and you need a deck and someone is like okay what's your height and what's your what's your shoe size yeah because yeah. like usually younger kids have much narrower decks than some adult yeah. with humongous feet like mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. like when I uh, tried to get back into skating i think we can call it um uh, i get recommended a wider deck uh -huh. uh, because i have bigger feet like i don't have yeah. huge feet but definitely not not seven inch uh yeah wide <laughs> board feet yeah, yeah 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 so the that correlation in skateboarding and we think there's a correlation for that in fingerboarding, but I would actually yeah. be interested in people measuring their phalanx and maybe uh, of the index uh, of the index finger is what we're talking about. So yeah. the first the first part of your in index finger that you fingerboard with. So I'd be interested if you tag us in a uh, in your story with your uh, with 
how long your uh, that part of your finger is, and what uh, what width uh, of deck what, you yeah have. what's your preferred uh, width yeah um, another thing is maybe it, we can it, get it a small study get, going yeah it just doesn't get respected like in in a fingerboard shop people actually or when you buy when you buy components it's just it's defined by the trend and the young kid that has totally small hands gets uh, 35 and that leads to a whole trend of tricks and, and people are like why are you so technical it's not me it's you. yeah so uh, <laughs> one thing we've uh, both seen in the other berlin shop is that uh, timo tky actually recommends younger kids usually a smaller setup like yeah. He usually goes when when a like I would say eleven year old goes and mm -hmm. says, "Hey, I want a thirty four millimeter board." He usually goes like, uh, "You sure?" Yeah. So that's definitely the thing of most most people who buy fingerboard decks don't buy them in person since there's only a handful of shops worldwide. Yeah. Uh, so I I think. The, the whole recommendation and uh, yeah, uh, so that whole aspect is just missing because everyone buys online and yeah, it we we don't know if the person buying is like ten years old or thirty, forty. Exactly, exactly. And just because you see like a setup being used by someone uh, and he's going mad with it doesn't mean that you're going to do the same things with it just because it's the same deck. It's according to the performance of the deck in relation to how your hand is built, how your style is built, how many yeah. things around your fingerboarding as a whole work. Like when 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 I go to the other Berlin shop, like if it when it's open, when we aren't all sitting in quarantine, um, <laughs> like... I barely see two people riding the same setup, like even in a month. Like, oh yeah, that's even rare. even in one month, like over the course of one month, I rarely see people riding the exact same setup. Like, they yep. have different widths, different deck companies, different widths of trucks. Even though the trucks are much more uniform, because they're basically only two brands you can choose from and yeah two to three respective widths and then like wheels are such a matter of preference uh, as we Holy. say all the time like i have 10 setups and i don't think i have the same wheel twice uh, <laughs> currently and and I, and I probably have more in my in my box with my spare wheels so there it's it's a huge customization thing, and so when someone writes for for a bit longer, they usually find what they like or what works best with for some purposes or for every purpose, whatever. Yeah. So if if you see someone writing a setup and buy the same setup because they write cool, you should probably more look at why it fits their writing style and what they like to write and see if you like to write the same thing or if all those variables are yeah. relatable. 
And I mean, if you have the possibility to go all willy-nilly and buy tons of setups and try out till you find your specific preference due to empirically finding it, then, or, or over the course of time, it's completely cool. Mm. But this this is meant to be like a, a, a facilitation. Mm. Like, I, I'm slowly getting to a point where I know which wheels are my favorite wheels. So, and oh, yeah. And I, I've tried. What is it? Like, I, I really like those really big wheels. Uh-huh. And since uh, Joy-Cult doesn't do them anymore and Joy-Cult has its <laughs> problems, I, I've really <laughs> been liking the Elastico wheels uh, in oh, that yeah, size. Because cool. they aren't as grippy as... Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, let's say oak wheels mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah for me it's more about the size and not uh, not the specific like it i wouldn't say i would always ride elasticos but i'm yeah. getting to a point where i really like that shape and okay no matter okay. which which companies it's from because that's also a trend like uh there are, as as soon as one company starts doing one shape there's certainly always been that sort of ripple effect through other companies. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. quite sure Joycult was the first one to go that big with wheels. I know oaks have historically always that been big, bigger. Yes, but, but I think mm-hmm. uh, like historically the the boxy, like completely yeah. flat on both sides, and, and big and big, is an yeah. oak thing. Yes, but yes. Uh, but I I think the like then taking that shape a bit further yeah there was, uh, there was I I think a thing mm-hmm. done by Joycult and mm-hmm. we've definitely seen that same shape from other companies now like yeah uh, I, I think uh, uh, yeah I think quite a few of the American brands do that I'm mm-hmm. the name escaping me but. Me as yeah. well, to be honest. There, um, yeah. <clears throat> so you tend to be more um, towards the bigger wheels. So yeah, let's let's say off the flat face line, your favorite shape would be the J four. Oh, the, the G four. Actually, I don't like that one. I don't oh, know why. Okay. Like I, I have J four and I have the J Street or whatever, uh-huh. and I like the smaller wheels much better than the bigger ones in that. Oh, but, okay. But, okay. But I, I, historically, I always liked the, uh, the Winkler, uh, Fatman wheels. Yeah. So, there's definitely a theme of uh, bigger wheels. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, like bigger I said, wheels no, with big traction sizes, yeah. like uh, yeah. riding surfaces. Yeah, and because of that, I okay. think the the J's are too grippy for me. Because mm-hmm. the more track uh, tr- uh, surface you have, the more traction exactly. you get. And I'm just not the biggest fan of much traction. Like, I've been riding uh, plastic wheels for quite a while, like yeah. bases and Winklers. Yeah. So, uh, I, I only slowly getting back into urethane and stuff like that. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So, as soon as it, 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 as it gets too grippy, it's not for me anymore. But yeah. I definitely like the slightly bigger sizes like for example I've also been liking the hot sphere wheels which uh-huh. are also a bit bigger than the average wheel 
at least oh, yeah. a bit wider. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm more on the smaller side. Um, not too small, like Oak Minis or, or Flat Face Cores, whatever. Um, and, and not my thing. Like Which are an abomination. <laughs> yeah, I don't like tubular wheels. Anyway, um, I, I like small riding surfaces. A, a, a middle-ish amount of grip. Not like pure plastic, but middle-ish. I, I like Jays. What, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I've been riding Jays since Jays came out. <laughs> yeah, Exclusively. And, and I like, uh, like wheels, like I've said a million times specifically on a specific setup. So the J yeah. small wheels I like with dynamics, which are much lower to the ground than uh, Black River trucks. <laughs> I'm not getting wheel bites any longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't say that with my uh, eh, okay. elastico bow wheels. <laughs> you, you probably get wheel bites while barely turning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. The, the the fingerboarding microcosm is actually, if you look deeper into it, a macrocosm because preferences, everything can be analyzed to such a degree that you can actually uh, pinpoint exactly what is for you, what you don't like. It's it's a hobby. It's just smaller scale. Yeah, as as a very small divergence. Um. Uh, now that you mention it, now that you mention the word microcosm, there mm -hmm. uh, is is quite a good. Uh, it's only a teaser for a documentary. All right. Uh, it's on YouTube. I think we both seen it already because in Ger in German it came out over a year ago. I think almost uh -huh. two years ago. But I just recently realized Ooh. that it's with English uh, subtitles now. It's called right. uh, Die Helden vom Mikrokosmos. Uh -huh. uh, I will put a link in the show notes and it has English subtitles now. It's only like a seven minute long video and it has yeah. a, a few of the German OGs in there. So just yeah, yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah. It, it has a good vibe. It, it yeah. transmits pretty well what should come across. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good but uh, to uh, to get back into the, uh, uh, to the phases and the, uh, the trends, like one one trend, I think everybody who's in the fingerboard cosmos on uh, on Instagram has seen is a specific kind or a specific style of filming and doing tricks yeah. and and the tricks itself. Like uh, there's sure. there's been one account uh, who has quite a lot of followers, like uh, finger ups. Uh, yeah, finger ups. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think he he was the first one to get a lot of traction and a lot of interest with that style. There's, there's basically there's definitely been people who wrote like that and filmed like that in the past, but he's like the most mean. he's like the most commonly Prom known prominently visible yeah. Yeah, the most who does that. Yeah, and. Um. Um, it's, so that style is very like the camera camera is almost touching the board. It's yeah. all tricks are very low. Uh, the fingers are very upright, and yeah, uh, yeah, 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 
and pointy, only pointy fingers style. Yeah. Exactly. And mm. and the tricks are mainly like trendy tricks, like shove it, <sighs> nolly shove. I mean, he... um, that's that's where I disagree with you because okay. I've seen him do the most beautiful switch laser flip I've ever seen, and okay. it was catched, and that... it was two centimeters high. You know, that, like that... it. it... That's exactly exactly <gasps> where where I was getting at. Because a lot of people imitate the the kind of style he okay, uh, yeah, he held. He gets across. Uh, yeah, 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 like a lot of people see him do very upright shovets, and they try to do very upright shovets filmed really close. But the thing where That's where I sure. where I like separate those two is if you. Uh, if you do something just because it looks good on someone else and you don't do it because it's your style and it's what you yeah. like and what, you, what you've written, it feels artificial. And you can see yeah. that as soon as people get into the more technical tricks, like their other fingers come out again and go into uh -huh. a stretch position, their hand gets lower and they uh, go away from a pointy style. Uh -huh, and as uh -huh. soon as they do like a nolly heel, they throw their hand into the air <laughs> and uh, and with him, like I sure. I don't like his style at all. But okay. he has very like his his style is very consistent. Like he yeah. all the tricks he posts are in the same style and for sure it's mm -hmm. like it's definitely what what he likes and what he things looks cool and so if any random 13 year old on instagram tries to film like that it's usually not authentic and because it's not authentic it usually doesn't look as good or feel as cool yeah yeah and it bores pretty pretty soon. yeah because like, you can I've put seen, any seen a... any trap music under there and you can't distinguish any writer anymore like if everyone wrote the same graphic on the board, <sighs> you probably couldn't tell apart like the majority of people who post yeah. clips like. Yeah. And I think we both have very uh, distinguishable <laughs> styles of filming ourselves. So well, like we both have very uh, distinguishable styles of filming. Like I can always tell if Julian filmed a clip. And uh, I'm I'm quite new to filming myself, but I think you can tell how I set up a clip. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if it's on a tripod or uh, self-filming. I think the way I position the camera, the way I position lights, yeah, it's, it's more or less the same for every trick. So, and it's how how I do it. And mm -hmm. yeah, and. I think that kind of style of filming always looks better, at least for me, when yeah. when I see it somewhere. Because, like, when all of your clips look look the same from the feeling, I like it much more than when they switch all the time or when it's like not consistent. But uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, I, sure. I I just like when when you can tell someone put thought and effort into a clip. Even though mm -hmm. my clips aren't always the cleanest, I at least try to put as much effort in as is feasible. 
reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand that. Like, I'm really hundred percent satisfied with the clip, and most of the things I film are refilmed. Um, but it's uh, it's always like uh, a, a battle, and it's always uh, it always has to. I don't know. At a certain point, you're just over the battle. Like yeah. at some point, when when you landed, you're like, okay, this battle is over. I'm gonna take that, no matter how it looks. And and you see, riders are different, even in even in that. Like for for the for the for the setup checkout I made yesterday, I filmed an ender, and I had such a massive battle with it, and. The clip I got in the end was all rightish, like it, you could clearly see what it was, and it was okay, but it was not my standard. And I was like, nah, 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 "I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the ender of this clip just yeah. because I don't like how this turned out." Yeah, like, but I mean, you probably have that as well. If yes. if the trick, if the trick is worth it, it's something else. Yeah. Yeah, I I think we could uh, could go on for quite a while about this topic. Oh yeah, let's. Uh, I think let's uh, just wrap this up. Yeah, this is a wrap for, for for today. I think this is a good point to leave it. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for listening, and yeah, like I said earlier, in. I really would be interested in you sending us. Uh, the phalanx uh, size of your <laughs> index finger. I if hope someone, that's the right if, term. If someone has understood phallus during this whole podcast, we, we don't want you to don't... send us an image of your exactly of no you measuring dick your no yeah, dick pics, no. please. I please and now, thank you. Now that you send it, <laughs> will happen. Yeah, but. We're just interested I'm, in the I'm size already... of your index finger. You write fingerboard with, not anything else. You might write your fingerboard with. I'm already, I'm already imagining like the pic in my in my Dropbox. Please, please of, don't, please don't continue. Of, Let's of slow noise who 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 designed a penis graphic. Just to measure, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're uh, we're new on iTunes and Spotify, oh, so yeah, you can sure. you can find us there. I Tune also try there. to uh, keep our YouTube channel up to date, where you can find the, the video of this uh, of this thing. So, yeah. Uh, Follow us on Instagram or follow us, oh, yeah. for us respectively. And yeah, you can listen to us in the next episode whenever we get around to it. For sure. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And happy 420. Bye. <laughs> Bye.